Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. I think this is a very reasonable conversation. This is the Rich Eisen Show. We have been kicked in the nards so many times. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. But there is no doubt this is the best Jets team and chance to go deep into the playoffs. This is real. Today's guests, NFL on Fox analyst Greg Olson. From NBC Sports, Peter King, actor Joe Lotrulio, and now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, indeed. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show here on a Monday in Los Angeles, California. Yes, we're still here. Um, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial to have a chat with us here on this show today. Love already seeing phone lines lit. That means you're engaged. We're here for you over the next three hours on the Roku channel, this Rich Eisen Show terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius XM, Odyssey, and more. Our podcast is there for you to subscribe to. We'd greatly appreciate it. Same thing with our YouTube page, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. We are available, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok because we are relatable for the kids. That's how we roll here on this program. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. What's going on, sir? I mean, nothing's shaking. There's no earthquake at the moment, so I think I'm good. Unbelievable. How are you, Jason? Hey, You're not Rich. here because Del Tufo took his boat out yesterday. Yeah. Right? yeah. Wait, did he really? I don't know. Oh, probably. I have no idea. TJ <laughs> Jefferson, don't open an umbrella in here. Don't. That's bad news. It's, it's, it's bad luck. It's not bad, bad luck. luck. It's it not bad, bad luck. luck. Oh, right. no. All right. I won't open it, but I'm ready for the rain. I'm ready for earthquakes under STJ right Look here. Look at you, man. I'm ready for anything, man. It's, 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 it's a good thing I'm not Sean Payton because, you know, that's a Gilligan hat. That's a Gilligan hat. I'm ready. I got the umbrella. Let's go. <laughs> gotta go. Look what you don't look like over there, man. Hunter S. T. Aren't you? In, don't open an umbrella indoors. You do not open an umbrella. Yeah, indoors. I used to be like that, but then I, I'm not superstitious yeah, anymore. Open it. I don't know. You know what I mean? Maybe you should check it out. Last time you opened an umbrella indoors was probably 1996, and look what's happened since then. Oh, see now you want me to open this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a shot across the Cowboys' bow. See, for I, those who perhaps didn't get it. I got to break that curse, guys. All right. Speaking of breaking a curse, this somebody is about to break a curse. His name's Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. What, what curse is he breaking? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you know what it is? Wow. Me cursing at the Jets. Oh, there you go. I think. Uh, I think that's still going to happen. <laughs> I don't know about that. Because I like his attitude. Words I don't think I've ever said into a microphone in the last three years. I promise you have I like his attitude. <laughs> what did I say a few weeks ago? <laughs> that, that you didn't want Aaron Rodgers he, to You know, this was yeah, after hard knocks. Because Zach Wilson's taking some hard knocks here. Every single time you see somebody on hard knocks on HBO episode three of the series oh, on the up. Jets is tomorrow night, Tuesday night. That it's not only an Aaron Rodgers love fest. It's about, well, we stunk last year. Right. And and yeah. if anybody's looking around in the room, it's just like Zach. Yeah, I kind of picked up because who is the one who led the stink parade? Not who Mike. was the marshal of the Jets' stink parade last year? Well, not according not, to him. Not Mike White, that's for sure. <laughs> well, that was part of the problem. Yeah, he said it wasn't his fault. <laughs> that was part of the problem, which was odd. Even his dad apparently called Zach Wilson after that press conference, saying, "Do you know what you sound like? <laughs> oh, really? You got to fix this." Yes. And then, of course, we all know what happened, and Aaron Rodgers is there. But I said it. The best-case scenario for the New York Jets is that Rodgers is there, not just for this year, but beyond, and hands things off to a totally rehabilitated, reclaimed 
ready to roll Zach Wilson. And it appears either Aaron is watching this show secretly. He is. Or he feels <laughs> the same way. Because this was Rodgers, who, by the way, it does appear is going to play on Saturday night the against ball. the Giants. Don't get me started on that. <laughs> so Okay. That's worked oh, out before. Uh, uh, I've got something to say on that in a second. But for the moment... This was Aaron Rodgers, I believe, to the local CBS affiliate mapping things out on how he sees things moving from this point forward. Being able to win here would be really, really special. It would. Um, but uh, why limit it to one? Correct. You know, I don't plan on this being a one and done. So, boy. Uh, <laughs> I think we're going to be competitive here for a long time. Yes, sir, indeed. I'd like to be able to play a few good years here and then... A few good years. Hand it right back off to Zach and let him go for the next 15. And 15. It'd be a really special, uh, you know, 18 to 20 year run <laughs> of uh, great quarterback play. You know, not, not even he could say I that mean, with a straight he face. Was definitely <laughs> he, he knows how ridiculous that is. Excuse me. Excuse me. First of all, Rich, I interrupt. You were like Flavor Flay, Rich Flavor Flay vibes. Excuse me. With the, excuse me. Ad libs. Excuse me. Will you let the man manifest for two seconds? He's manifesting. Let him manifest because I'll tell you what, flight plans need a manifest, don't they? Oh, hang on a second, okay. I'm not done. Okay, but I just, I just, playing. I just finished hijack. I don't know. Hang on a second. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Yeah. TJ Newman, Rich Eisen show favorite. Hey now, let this man manifest because what else is he supposed to say? First of all, few years, a few good years. Love that movie. And <laughs> I'll tell you what, Wait, what. Maybe the rest of you can't handle the truth that oh, he's got his head screwed on right. Oh, geez. Because I love it. Part of his gig is to rehabilitate Zach Wilson. Facts. Is to get this kid having his mind right. Because at some point, this won't be his flight any longer. But that's for down the road. It's for down the road. The Jets are set up. And I know everybody's kind of sick and tired of hearing about them. And I know everybody thinks that they're way too out there. They're the ones who had hard knocks placed upon them. I respect the NFL Films friends of mine to use the force down the throats <laughs> phrase. But in terms of playing Saturday night, what the hell are you doing? Sit his ass down. Next time I see him should be against the Buffalo Bills. End of story. And I know, just, you want him to break a sweat? Quick shots. Quick shots. That's it. I want a three-step drop and gone. That's it. That's it. I want a three-step drop and gone. I don't want him rolling out. I don't want him doing anything. He can protect himself. All I know is I just have visions of Mark Sanchez getting hurt in the Snoopy Bowl against the Giants. And when he was out there, I think in the third friggin' quarter, and then all of a sudden, the Jets are starting Tim Tebow. But that's just me. This is an MP. This is a my problem. And this is exactly what Jets fans are going through right now. Then that's a JP. It is a long time of complete, utter pessimism. So if they're going to play him, I guess, whatever, great. I, I, I mean, just three and out, 
I'm, that's what I'm rooting for. And then let everybody sit here and go, well, they can't protect him. Well, this is going to be bad. This is going to be whatever. Monday night, three weeks, 21 days from today. Week one will already be in the books with the exception of Bills versus Jets. Josh Allen did play. And I just don't want to see this guy, man. Did you see that play against the Steelers <laughs> where, where he's running go, for his life and then down. he ran past the line of scrimmage and then ran back behind the line of scrimmage thinking what? He was going to throw it? I don't know <laughs> what he was doing. And uh, uh, Bill's fans had to have been. Get down. Rich Eisen show coordinating producer, <laughs> Mike Hoskins, take Brockman's camera if your heart was in your throat. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's the sort of stuff that makes me think Josh still hasn't gotten the it out of his system, which is doing right, too much. Right here playing football, it's man. preseason. I know we're playing football, <laughs> you know, but I don't want to see him doing that ever. And we're we're in this we're in this time now where the preseason action suddenly doesn't take as much precedence as the fight fests that these scrimmages are are turning into yeah, are to the point where a bunch of teams are canceling their scrimmages for this week and i know you know the texans canceled their scrimmage because they they were a little bit too banged up what the titans and the the, the vrabel belichick reunion just got canceled for the week two because the patriots had a scare in the preseason with one of their players who's apparently thank god okay what yeah. isaiah bolden correct yeah i mean good god Aaron Rodgers needs to be upright 21 days from now. Put him in bubble wrap. Don't even, he's not even allowed to go to Broadway shows. That's it. <laughs> Just go back to whatever his 12-bedroom home, apparently, that he got there, 10 minutes from the facility. He, Aaron, don't even drive yourself. Practice in home. That's it. Because I don't, Zach's not ready yet. That's for down the road. The plan is a few good years, and then it's Zach's job. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You were you you were over the weekend. Like, what is he thinking? Right. I mean, what is he thinking? Fifteen years is a lot. Well, but that's a his lot. look. A that's lot. him saying, "Why can't we have here what Green Bay's had for the last thirty? Why not?" Well, well that means Aaron would have to play ten, and then <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just that. Goat retires, oh, he hands it, it off to somebody else who continues it on. Speaking of which, <laughs> I hope everybody's ready because I have a. I'm, I'm feeling it. Oh, we can feel it. You ready? We can feel it. I can feel it. I can you. feel it. Thank you, <laughs> yeah, Eric Braden. Everybody, great job. I can feel it. I think everybody should get ready for it. I'm going to say this now. Everybody get ready for Jordan Love to be really freaking good. You might be right. I know you're ready for that. I've been saying it for weeks. I think everybody should prepare themselves. Because you know who he looked like over the weekend? He looked like Aaron Rodgers. It did. And against whose defense? Against Bills. Who's going to be really good this year? Look, I, I, I know you can't buy in too much to preseason football, but... That's two for two now. And the Bengals in their scrimmages before playing against him in the game in week one of the preseason were like, okay, Uh we see him. Mm -hmm. He's really good. 
He's really good. Maybe there's something to sitting for two seasons. You know before, what? Before I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know? I, I, but, you know, you go back and forth. I mean, come on. Justin Herbert sat and started emer- like in, in an emergency, emergency fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Todd Taylor, who was looking pretty good in these preseason right. games for the Giants, punctures his lung. Justin Herbert's like, oh, I'm starting against the Chiefs, am I? Oh, okay. In five minutes? Like yeah, in the game in five like minutes? J- like, JFM? Like, like now? Just five minutes? Like, I got it. I know. So, I don't know. But Packers fans, you should be really jacked because nobody on top of the way Jordan look, is looking, nobody's thinking. Nobody. Uh, honestly, nobody thinks that they're going to be just as good, have a shot to win this division and go on a run. And we have seen too many times in this league when you least expect it, it happens. We've seen movies made out of it. We've seen so much. I don't, I'm not calling a shot that the Packers are winning the Super Bowl this year. But that week one game against Chicago, he comes out and starts reminding everybody who the previous owner in Green Bay of Chicago was, that would be something else. Then they're at Atlanta against Desmond Ritter and the Falcons, who had some flashes with some of their, you know, they had they had Drake London and Kyle Pitts and John Robinson and Ritter out there for the first drive. And it looked good. Man, it's coming. It's coming. Green Bay home for New Orleans and then the big Thursday nighter against Detroit. That is just going to be all kinds of awesome. If they're three and two at the bye, that's a huge win to well, start the year. Uh, they could be better than that. Jordan Love looks really comfortable. It looks like he's done this before, and he has against Kansas City when his family was sitting in Iowa watching the game. <laughs> Shout out to Cedar Rapids. Shout out Cedar Rapids. So, yeah, Rogers is sitting there going, "Hey, Jets fans, why can't I give you a few good years? Give that lonely trophy some company." And hand things off to Zach Wilson. You know, he's he's reclaiming Zach Wilson. It's a very, you know, deep darkness that Zach's head was up last year. And the darkness retreat has begun. His retreat from the darkness of that deep orifice in which his head was placed through much of his first two years. Cranial Rogers rectal. has removed it. <laughs> and it looks great. Cranial rectal he had this, He had a little spinorama. And then took off Zach Wilson. I'm like, yeah, baby. Where was that against seeing ghosts? Just give me one of them against Bill's defense. All right. (laughs) That said, that's down the road. Why not? Why can't he do what he's doing in New York for a a few good years? And then it's Zach's turn, just like back in Green Bay. And in the meantime, Jordan Love. Man. Does he look really smooth and comfortable? And those those young receivers that Rodgers was rolling his eyes about last year, they're now, you know, buds. Watson. They're now, you know, age-appropriate together. (laughs) Going vertical and watching TikTok and snapping and chatting. (laughs) Exxon. Although I'm sure they're not doing the Snapchat like my like my oldest is just like making faces and then sends it to his friends and they send one back and I'm like what are we doing? I, that's for another day. Here's the deal. I like where Rogers' head is at. I like where Zach's head has been removed from. Hey. And I like the way Jordan Love looks in Green Bay. 
And that's how we start this program. Greg Olson of Fox is going to join us on this program, not only to give us his thoughts on what's going on, but also to tell me what it's like to win an Emmy Award. (laughs) That's coming up. (laughs) Peter King has been all over the map, and he will be joining us from Seattle, where Seattle and Dallas just played a preseason game. So he will be calling in in hour two, hour three, my fellow Jet fan friend, the delightful and wondrous Joe Latrulio. The actor will be here in studio. Um, we are in the midst of a best ball draft that hopefully will end in time. This is taking forever, this draft. It started Wednesday. It's still going. With, we're, I think we're, we're in the seventh round. Is that what we're in uh, right now? We're, we're at the last pick of round eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight. Oh, so people are moving now. Of 20, yeah. though. We're not even oh, halfway my done. gracious. <laughs> but at any rate, he's going to join. We'll talk fantasy football and and. Uh, and Reality football and a lot of fun with Joe Latrulio. You at 844-204-RICH, number to dial. I have the top five performances that have, in my mind, a preseason week number two. Uh, also, Chris Brockman with Overreaction Monday, which is coming to you in podcast form. An extended version where all podcasts can be acquired. Go check it out and go, I guess, you pre-subscribe? I don't know. You subscribe now? Sure, subscribe It's now. coming out every single Monday. Yeah. So. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. When we come back, the great Greg Olson of Fox Sports, formerly of the Bears and Carolina Panthers and always a Miami Hurricane coming up next. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL Draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Okay, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Um, so I, I would get, I got texts and calls from people on the East Coast saying, is everything all right? Oh, yeah. And, um, 
It, it was a heavy rain here yeah, it was yesterday. It that's rained a that's lot. for sure. Yeah. It rained a lot. It's raining sideways. But it wasn't. It wasn't like some 50, 60 mile an hour winds, which would be thankfully. particularly yeah, dangerous around here. Yeah. Um, certainly when it's really dry. And just in terms of how much it did rain, look at this photograph of Dodger Stadium. Oh, wow. Um, the, that basically the whole wow. parking lot is yeah. underwater. Yeah. And, you know, um, and so this is why the Dodgers and Marlins played a doubleheader Saturday. Right. Because they knew this was coming Sunday. Yeah. And so. That was smart. Wow. And then, of course, in the middle of the afternoon, a freaking <laughs> earthquake. <laughs> Five I mean, as if as if. Again, folks here, uh, we're we're all East Coasters here. You're not though, Jay, right? No, You're from, from here. here. Okay, so um, f- we're we're East Coasters or Eastern Time Zone people. Don't be disrespectful. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, you're in the middle of Pennsylvania. There's no coast there. But long story short, um, for us, rain is is significant. But for Los Angelinos. It's like five feet of snow when something like this happens. <laughs> right? flo- but flooding is dangerous. There's flooding a lot of homes on hills. Here, on slides, all yeah. that stuff. Exactly. Here, it, is, yeah. it is for real. Yeah. Um, but um, an earthquake on top of it. <laughs> earthquake in the middle of the afternoon. You're just like, wait, is my chair shaking? <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. <laughs> I think we're having an earthquake. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch like, really? Yeah. Really? And, it lasted, and it lasted 10 to 15 seconds. Yeah. It just kept going. It wasn't It wasn't as bad as most. Like, you could feel it. You could definitely like, feel it. But it's just can, like, okay, when's this going to end? It's Eric Brady. I can feel it. But it was, it was really like, Dude, like, we are shaking was, right now. It was one of those, again, yeah. where it's just like, it, is the world coming to an end? I had my head on a swivel for locusts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was Sharknado. Oh, my. I it's Sharknado. Driving down the street. Exactly. <laughs> like the righteous oh, gemstones. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Last episode. Right. Waiting oh. for the locusts. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show yeah. Radio Network, sitting at the Rich Eisen Show desk, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. When this man, I, I, I think I introduce him the same way every single time, but why not? Just certainly if it's a new audience. Uh, when, when this guy, um, still at the end of his playing career, got out on the field for us at the NFL Network in our coverage of the Combine. Everybody knew, okay, he has a career in broadcasting if he so chooses. And then, you know, none of us, though, saw the opportunity that he'd be the number one voice in a booth calling a Super Bowl. But he showed he can do this. He is doing it. He's awesome at it. He's an Emmy Award winner. He's Greg Olson of Fox Sports. How are you, Greg? Doing great, Rich. Appreciate it, man. How you doing? True story, man. Hanging in out there. You we, guys heard the description of the weather. That sounds pretty nasty. We're good. I can give you. I can give you the traffic, uh, but that's only on the eights, and we're we're on the threes right now. So. <laughs> um, Fair enough. I'll, so I'll check back in. What is the biggest story entering the season in your mind, Greg? What is it? Wow, I think you know. I think right now, I think to me globally in the NFL, I think the most interesting story is. And obviously we're biased to it at Fox because we get so many NFC games is, you know, who, how is that young stable of NFC quarterbacks going to keep pace with the young stable of AFC quarterbacks, right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, right now you got, obviously you got Jalen Hurts, the MVP runner-up last year, kind of burst onto the scene, taking Philly, you know, a couple plays away from the Super Bowl, you know, from a Super Bowl, you know, trophy. And then, you know, you still have Dak and then, the NFC gets kind of wild, right? For so long, we were used to, you know, Aaron Rodgers. And then, you know, for the last couple of years, we had Brady enter it, you know, down in Tampa, but now he's gone. So I just, it seems like there's a little bit of a changing of the guard. And it seems like the AFC, everywhere you look, is just 
talented young quarterbacks across the board, whether it's on the perennial, you know, contenders like Kansas City, of course, or Buffalo or Cincinnati, but even on teams that, you know, are kind of about the, that people think are about to break out, like the Chargers with Herbert and, you know, what they're doing down in Miami and, you know, can Tua stay healthy and continue to improve under that Mike McDaniels offense. So I think that the, the jury is out on the NFC, like, can they get a, a handful? Can they get a nice young development group of young quarterbacks to keep pace, um, you know, with the AFC? And I think right now probably only a couple teams can, can you know, sit here today and say, all right, we got our guy, you know, Philly and whatnot. But, you know, I think there's a lot of teams right now still trying to say, okay, we think we've got a guy. You know, San Francisco thinks they have a guy. Panthers think they have a guy. You know, let's, let's see how things play out. To me, big picture quarterbacks drive this league and I think the NFL the NFC specifically needs some of these young guys to, to kind of break out right and even the draft didn't help Greg right because you mentioned Bryce Young he was the first one taken but then goes Stroud to the AFC then Anthony Richardson to the AFC even Will Levis when he finally went to the AFC as well to Tennessee so that leaves you know guys who have made the Super Bowl um, for the Rams in Stafford and Goff maybe trying to enter the fray in the NFC. Uh, you also have two young'uns um, in the fact that you've got um, Jordan Love and you've got Justin Fields. And then there's one that I want to linger on a little bit here because they made the playoffs last year with the comeback player of the year, Geno Smith. And I think the Seahawks got even better, not just Bobby Wagner, but two young kids in the draft and Jackson Smith and Jigba, Zach Charbonnet. You also have that kid Witherspoon uh, on the back end, Jamal Adams getting healthy, the two tackles last year in their second year. How good do you think the Seahawks can be, Greg? Yeah, I, I give the, I give them a lot of credit. That that roster, you know, their last couple drafts, you just named a bunch of them. Um, you know, obviously everyone, you know, was holding their breath when when they traded Russ. You know, I got to see Gino that year I was out there, and granted he was in a backup role, but he had a really strong presence about him in the locker room. Guys still gravitated him towards him. You know, obviously Russ was the man and he was the starter, but Gino was not your typical backup where he just kind of hung in the back and you know, tried to stay out of the way. You know, he would be out in practice, and, you know, the first time you watch the ball come out of his hand, you're like, wow, like that guy is talented. You can tell why he had the success he did in college and then for a while there with the Jets. So I'm, I'm happy for, for Gino to, to get his shot and do as well as he did last year back for the first time in that full, you know, kind of full-time capacity. But as you mentioned, they're young, they're talented, um, and they've really turned that roster over quite a bit in the last couple of years. So to their credit, um, I, I think they've got a lot of good players. I think they got a lot of young pieces. I think they probably surprised some people last year with how well they did. Um, you know, I think their I think their division is not as strong as everyone. You know, going into last year, everyone thought that NFC West was going to be world beaters. The Rams obviously took their lumps. The Cardinals are kind of in a little bit of a rebuild. So, with you know, San Francisco arguably has the best roster in the league. We'll see what happens at quarterback with Purdy and Lance and all that staying healthy, but. You know, that, that that division is not what that division looked like even a couple of years ago. So I, I think you're spot on. I think the Seahawks are in a good spot um, talent-wise. Obviously, Pete Carroll's done it for, for a long time and, and knows how to kind of reinvent themselves on a, on a every few-year kind of cycle. And, and then I also think they're going to benefit from that NFC West maybe not being, you know, aside from San Francisco, maybe not being the gauntlet that it was, um, you know, only – 
a year or two, you know, a year or two ago when when the Rams were amongst the best teams in the league. Is 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 Rams at Seahawks your your week one game or your Packers Bears? Where are you going to be week one? What's your week one game? Yeah, we're we're Packers. We're we're Packers Bears. And, okay, man. Obviously, Rogers being Rogers being out of there, you know, one of the main storylines kind of goes with them to New York, but. Looking at that matchup, you know, you, you mentioned the two when you were kind of going through the, the young, you know, kind of the young guys in the NFC with Justin Fields and now Jordan Love finally getting his chance to kind of step out from behind Aaron Rodgers' shadow. So I think there's going to be a lot of intrigue. It's in Chicago, which is awesome because it's one of the best cities in the world. So to go there to call a game is amazing. Um, and then I think to see two young quarterbacks that their, their franchises have pretty much hitched their wagons to their backs and said, hey, we're going to go. As far as you take us, I, I think it's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, I'm curious to see how the rest of the talent around Justin, I think them getting DJ Moore um, is critical. Last year, I think a big issue in Chicago was, you know, Justin was out there and he was doing a lot with his legs and a lot as a designed runner and he was super effective. You know, he, he, they needed some better talent. They needed to protect him. They needed some more dynamic playmakers. So when they made the trade with Carolina, um, you know, obviously, you know, Carolina didn't want to send DJ, but that was part of the, that was the only way that Chicago was going to do it. So right. I think DJ is going to go a late, long way. I think Chase Claypool. So I think he'll have better weapons this year um, out there in Chicago. Greg Olson of Fox Sports right here on the Rich Eisen Show. All right, what's your opinion of Dak? He's getting really slagged all over the place right now, to be quite frank. What do you got for me on that? What do you got? Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't necessarily – you know, think it's fair. I, I, I've always been a big fan of Dak. I, I, I like him. You know, I like him personally. I, every time I meet with him for production meetings and whatnot, I come away really just impressed with his demeanor and his approach and his mentality. Um, you know, I, I think, frankly, what the, the knock on him, and I think if you ask Dak, he'd probably understand it, is twofold. You're playing quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I think expectations and, and you know, spotlight doesn't get any bigger in sports than that position on that franchise. And then secondly, and I think this is the part that is justified, it, se- you know, it seems like in those playoff moments, things just kind of fall short. And I think he knows it. I think he's aware of it. I don't think necessarily all those playoff losses fall on his shoulders. You know, there's obviously throws and decisions and whatnot he'd love to do over. But I think he has played more than top-tier level football. Um, you know, they've been a top, they'll call it five offense for the last couple of years. I think transitioning to, to Mike McCarthy now calling the plays, um, I think it's going to be a fascinating storyline. It's one that, that I know we're going to be following. We'll call a million Dallas games this year, which always makes it fun. But, you know, Kellen Moore, he wanted to throw it. He was going to put the ball in Dak's hand as much as he could. And when you throw it 40-plus times a game, you're going to have a couple turnovers. You're going to have a couple picks. I, I don't necessarily think that's going to be their, their uh, you know, kind of their process this year. I think they're going to be more of a run. They're going to be more, a little bit more balanced, a little bit more conservative. And we'll see whether or not that's a recipe for their offense to be successful because they've been a great regular season team, and now the, you know the expectations and the next step for out in, out in Dallas is all right. We got to stop just being a, a you know one of the top teams in the regular season and then getting to the playoffs and falling flat. Well, I, I I get the idea of going a little bit more conservative when you got Micah Parsons up front and Diggs in the back and the defense uh, as stout as it is. Right, I get it. So you're going to go conservative and run the ball more and let Zeke walk? Like, is that the time with Pollard coming off of an yeah. injury? And, and you know, I, I don't quite compute it. I mean, you had Brandon Cooks, too, to take the top of the defense off. CeeDee Lamb's getting set to, you know, join a, a top, top tier 
of wide receiver. So I'm, I'm, that's a big mystery, as you point out. Great storyline. I don't know what it's going to look like. I really don't, Greg. Yeah, and I think it's a good point. I think the only, you know, I, I think listen, Mike McCarthy's been doing this at a at a, at a high level. Obviously, a Super Bowl champ in Green Bay. He's been coaching. He's been a head coach in the league a long time. Been a play caller in the league a long time. He's got a lot of experience. Obviously, he's very he's very comfortable and confident in in his plan. So I, I that I understand. You know, the the one thing though, I, I felt when you mentioned the two guys on defense, right, Parsons and and Biggs, and you know, you said, all right, we're so good on defense. I think what made Dallas so unique on defense is when your offense is such a you know high powered scoring offense, right? Averaging call it thirty a game for you know a, pr- a pretty good amount of time, which is you know, it's, it's hard to do in the NFL. When you're a thirty point offense and that other team comes out, they have no choice but to try to chase that scoreboard to thirty, right? If you come down now and just sit on the ball and run it on first and second down, and maybe now it becomes a race to twenty one. If I'm playing you, I don't have to be as aggressive. I don't have to air it out as much. All of a sudden now, I'm, now if I can ground and pound to match your ground and pound, I pretty much eliminated Biggs and Micah Parsons from being as impactful in the game. See, if I'm Dallas, I want to run a, I want to get a lead early. Right. I want to make this attract me and say, okay, match me score for score. Go ahead and drop back 35 times to try to meet me because I got the best. I got one of the best pass rushers and one of the best defensive backs. That style of game fits that Dallas mold based on their personnel, based on Dan Quinn. So I actually thought that more aggressive offensive style, albeit led to some turnovers, the more points Dallas would chase would put the opposing team offense on the aggress. And I think that's why Micah Parsons was a game record, because if he knows you're dropping back trying to chase a lead, he's teeing off on you. I, I, I just think that recipe for them worked. Um, the problem is it, it didn't end up getting them over the hump, and that's why they're going to re-explore it. So then give me the team, Greg Olson, that prevents you and uh, Burkhart from being back in either Philadelphia or, or San Francisco to call the NFC Championship game between those two. Which is the team that breaks that up? Wow, that's a good, that's a good question because I think if you were going to ask me what's my NFC pick, I think I would go if, – if I got the, if I got the, you know, the, the caveat that Brock Purdy is – 100% and there's no pitch count there's no he's going to miss Wednesday practice like I, I, without knowing the backstory of how all that is if we just operated from the assumption that he is as good as ever elbows a non-factor he's entering the season no different than if he never had the injury I think San Francisco is the most talented group in the NFC maybe they have the best roster in football I think when you look both sides of the ball skill wise both both fronts offense and defense and then obviously they got a million players in the back end on, in, in the secondary at linebacker with, you know, with, uh, with Fred Warner and those guys. So I just think, I think San Francisco is the most talented. I think if Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, I think that NFC championship game goes without saying is a, is a much different animal. Um, I, I think San Francisco comes out this year and if they can avoid the injury bug, which has kind of been their Achilles heel in the regular season, these last few years, if they can avoid that, which again, is kind of a fingers crossed kind of thing. I, I think they're the best NFC team, um, at least on paper. Well, again, um, this is exactly why I thought you'd be perfect in media and why you won an Emmy Award. You just gave me a very thoughtful answer without actually answering my question. So give me the team that will prevent Philly and San Francisco from playing one another in the NFC, in your estimation, Greg Olson. What do you got for me? Come on now. I think if you put a, 
Pittney, if you put a gun to my well, head. Fig- um, well, I mean, figuratively, yes. I think, I, I think the team you said in the beginning, I think, has a shot. I, I don't know if I'd bet on it. I, I don't know if I would. If, but if you told me I couldn't pick San Francisco or Philly, I think Seattle's probably right there. There it is. I, I think Seattle. I think Seattle's there. I, I don't know if Detroit. I want to say Detroit. I think they're an exciting team. I think they're a team a lot of people have high expectations. I love Dan Campbell. We're going to learn a lot about them opening night against Kansas City. Um, I think they're close. I'm not quite sure if they're good enough on defense yet to really put in that long stretch and be there towards the end, but I think they're going to have an exciting regular season because I think their offensive scheme and uh, I think Goff plays really well in that system. Um, so I think if you, if you made me and said, all right, you got to take Philly and San Francisco out, I think Seattle conference, uh, I mean, division-wise, talent-wise, quarterback, um, I think Seattle would probably be that next right there at that next tier. Greg Olson of Fox Sports here on the Rich Eisen Show. A couple more minutes left with him. So let's switch to the AFC. And since I, you know, uh, you said let's just assume Purdy's back and he's not uh, injured, didn't have any surgery, and he just turns out to be as good as as he was last year. Let's assume that for Burrow, right? Let's assume that whatever scared the hell out of everybody in in training camp he's going to be fine even if it's not week one you know they could they could go a couple of weeks without him and then go on their run and be and be joe burr leading the uh the bengals so give me the team in the afc that will prevent another bengals chiefs rematch in the afc championship game i'll switch it for you Greg, what do you I got? Think I think it's got to be Buffalo, right? I think Buffalo is at the point now where they've established that winning tradition. Um, you know, McDee has been there. McDermott's been there a long time now. They've got security. They've got their quarterback. They've got young talent. They've got a vet, veteran. They, they've molded that thing pretty much how they envisioned it, and they've had as much success as anybody in the league with the exception of getting over that hump and making it to the Super Bowl and getting, you know, getting past the AFC Championship game. So I think they've got to be the, that this has to be their year, right? And I, I think they've been the team that everyone's been thinking can break out. And, you know, when you have Josh Allen at quarterback and, and you have Stephon Diggs and these guys, I mean, they're, they're as talented a group. They're as consistent of a group, I think. The thing that's held Buffalo from – you know, being that top tier and hope maybe holding a Super Bowl is they just happen to be in the same division as two other, you know, call it generational talents. And how often do, you know, does does one conference? I mean, we saw it for a while with Peyton Manning and Brady and Philip Rivers, and you know, there's only one of those guys every year can out of one conference can go to the Super Bowl. And now, you know, the same things kind of happened in the AFC and the last couple of years. Burrow and and Mahomes have gotten the better out of the you know out of that conference. And now the question is. Is it Buffalo's time? Is it Josh Allen's time to say, okay, you know, we've kind of played third fiddle in the playoffs, maybe not in the regular season, but in the playoffs we have. Is it our time now to make that jump? And I think they have all the pieces. I think Josh Allen's as arguably one of the top two or three overall players in the whole league. I think McDermott's one of the best coaches in the league. So I think it's Buffalo is right there, and it's that three-headed monster until somebody else proves that they can – you know, they can kind of put themselves in that in that ranking. Yeah, but I don't know if you've heard, a first ballot Hall of Famer just parachuted his way into that division, Greg Olson. So what do you think holds the Jets back from maybe taking that division with a very talented roster? And Aaron Rodgers, who I'm sure when you saw him last year did not appear to be the same guy you're seeing on Hard Knocks right now. 
if you don't mind me supposing. No, and I had a chance. I had a chance to visit with Aaron the other night. They were here in in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they they practiced out at training camp against the Panthers. Yep. And then, um, you know, they came up and played a preseason game. So I went and visited. I know a couple of their front office people and went and saw them at the hotel and had a, had a chance to visit with Aaron for a while. Yeah, he he just has a new life to him. He he couldn't be more excited. I think the youth of that team kind of has invigorated him a little bit. I think he feels the energy of Sauce Gardner and, and, and these young guys, you know, Wilson, and he's around all these young guys that are kind of breathing in this fresh life to him. And he, it's never been a matter of whether Aaron could play. And obviously uh, we saw him almost single-handedly carry the Packers and, and almost squeak into the playoffs last year when they were kind of thrown to the wolves halfway through the season. as kind of a, they were kind of left out in the left out of that picture. And then, he kind of almost got him in there. I, I think Aaron's going to come out with something to prove. I, I think on paper their roster is very talented. We've got to see how that offensive line develops a little bit. I mm-hmm. think that could be a little bit of a question mark. There's some musical chairs up front. Um, I, listen, when you have Aaron Rodgers on your team, you have a shot in every single game in every single division. It doesn't matter. Can he have the Tom Brady effect when he went to Tampa and joined with all that talent they had? I, I, don't, I wouldn't put it by him. It's a little bit of younger talent. It's a little bit of raw talent. Um, but still, if they if those young guys can develop and just get to a certain threshold, Rodgers is more than good enough to take them over the top. So I, I think they've got – obviously, if you ask them, I think they've got to show it. They've got to prove it. Um, if you're asking me would I be shocked if they won the division, absolutely not because when you have Aaron Rodgers, you're, when you have a quarterback at that level, like all those other teams we talked about, you're in the picture every single game – until the season is completely over for you, you have a shot. So a different cat than the one that you would see in production meetings in the middle of last season, right? At Rogers, different. Yeah, guy? I just feel like he's so. I just yeah, and, and and I never got the notion that that Aaron was checked out. You know, when we when we talked to him in production meetings, he yeah. was as competitive as ever. It it ripped him. It killed him that they were losing. It killed him that they were kind of getting kicked around a little bit in the media. Like he he's a prideful guy. He's. He's a guy that has high expectations of himself, of his team, of everyone around him, and and he's not used to losing. And he hadn't lost a lot in the last couple of years. Him and Lafleur up there um, in Green Bay before last year. So I, I think any competitor, anybody who's used to having the personal and team success that he's used to having for you know 20 years, has a high level of expectations, and they obviously fell short of that. So I think now fresh, fresh, fresh team, mm-hmm. fresh circumstances, kind of a breath of fresh air, big city, big spotlight. I think he's relishing in it. And I think he's going to come out this year ready to rip and, and, you know, ready to put the league on notice that, you know, he's not quite done yet. Greg, you're the best man. Thanks for the time. Uh, would love to have you on as much as you're up for it. Safe travels, um, certainly for week one to Chicago and uh, best of your fam. You got it. It was always fun to chat with you, Rich. Right Appreciate back it. at you. Love talking ball with Greg Olson at Greg Olson, 88 on Twitter. Let me ask you this question. How do you think Packers fans feel when they hear Rodgers has been reinvigorated by the youth on a roster? Confused. Right. Or maybe that was just a BS storyline last year. Maybe he wasn't maybe. like, you know, um, okay. exasperated by Christian Watson's early drop. Romeo Dobbs not getting his hand signals. Or he was just ready to be somewhere new. Maybe he was ready to be somewhere new. Or just 
deep down rankled by the guy who drafted his replacement before he was expecting a, a replacement to be drafted. And it was just eventually, but he did sign a contract. Man, that's going to be a great 30 for 30 if he ever wants to tell a story. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. We will dive into the 49ers quarterback situation. Your phone calls and more. 844-204-RICH before Peter King joins us from Seattle. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people. Or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Philadelphia Eagles, we have that to talk yes. about, too. Yes, as I'm draped you in are. my Eagles paraphernalia. Now, that, yes. that's like you got, so you got the green hoodie. Yeah, I went green hoodie, and then I went satin black jacket oh, I just with the that. black eagle on it. This is subtle. <laughs> yeah, this is subtle. <laughs> I didn't want to come here and be, yeah. you know, blatant with it. This is a subtle. Yeah, I didn't notice it. It's sort of like a watermark yeah. sort of situation that yeah. you have right there. But then there. you get up close, and you're like, whoa, he really is an Eagles fan. He's got a lot. <laughs> yes. He's got a lot of Eagles stuff on. I'm wearing a jersey to the Super Bowl with the Jerome Brown patch. That's what you're going to do? Yes. Okay. I got the Randall Cunningham jersey, but my jersey has Jerome Brown patch. Well, what will it say on the back? Will it say Hart? Will it say your name? No, it's going to say Cunningham. It's a real jersey. Okay. I can't make it say Hart. I'm no longer authentic <laughs> if I make it say Hart. It's got to be a real jersey. This okay. is a real moment. Understand. It's a big moment for me, man. This is it. It's I'm- a big game. What do you think? What do you mean, what do I think? The score's going to be 80, 83 to 6. I called it. I put my prediction out there a long time ago. Okay. I Eight. had a dream. I saw it. And how many so that, so how many touchdowns then for Nick Foles then out of that Nick Foles going to throw for 32 touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> 32. It's going to be a grinding game, and Foles is going into this game with so much confidence. After the last game, he's got so much confidence. I don't care what you say. You can't beat confidence. You know how much confidence I have? Yeah. You can't beat my confidence. I don't care what you tell me. I'm so confident. I'm so confident. Foles has confidence. Our defense has confidence. We are here. This is where we said we would be in the beginning of the season, and we got here. That's confidence. They're used to being here. That's cocky. That's that's a little nonchalant shoulder shrug. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll do it again. Mm-hmm. It's not the same type of confidence. It's not the same type of hunger. It's a different level of hunger. And these dogs got to eat. 
get it because they was calling us under. Yes, <laughs> I know. I was on a Friday of Super Bowl week. Two days after that, Kevin Hart was drunk trying to get on the championship podium. <laughs> we had him first. Back here on our show, Peter King's going to join us. What would you think of his Seattle prediction, Greg Olson? Because Peter's in Seattle, just took care of the Cowboys over the weekend. I mean, come on. I just think it's unlikely that Geno has the type of year that he Jeez. had last year. That's not a slag on him at all. I'm that just, sounds like a slag. I'm just saying it's unlikely. What's more likely? Geno does it again or Purdy does it again? Well, I mean, um, if you're Gino. forcing me to do that, I, I, I would say Purdy because I think he's got a better roster, but the Seahawks have caught up. When do they play each other? That's going to be awesome. Their first game is, it appears to be, oh boy, a, that's a Thanksgiving night. Ooh. Chris, yeah. I'll go with Geno on that's that. That's fun. Because if Purdy does and what then, he did again, he's going to be the greatest quarterback of all time. How about so Seattle? Seattle plays, plays. They're going to give him number 16. Has <laughs> San Francisco at home on a Thanksgiving night, and then they play Dallas the following Thursday. That's one of those. As you know, both teams play on Thanksgiving and then play the next Thursday for a full complement of rest at Dallas. And then they're playing San Francisco and home for Philadelphia. I mean, that's the rubber meeting the road right wow, there. That between, is a stretch. Well, that's 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 the rubber meeting the road. Obviously, they have some very, um, you know, they have some competitive games for sure against teams that are a lot of folks expect to make the playoffs, like at Detroit Week Two team that made the playoffs last year at the Giants on a Monday night week four after a bye at Cincinnati week six who the hell knows that could be Joe Burrow's first game of the year you know doubt it obviously sorry Bengals fans I know that pisses you off but that four game stretch from Thanksgiving week 12 to Philadelphia week 15 that's the rubber meets the road that's whether they can win the division or you know make the playoffs as a wild card. They finish up at Tennessee home for Pittsburgh at Arizona. Why not then? Because I'll tell you what, man, if if Bobby Wagner's back, which he is, and the 12s go crazy, their home games are going to be awful difficult. How about <laughs> Bryce Young? Welcome to the National Football League at Seattle week three. Yikes. You know? So they could, they're home for the Rams at Detroit, home for Carolina at the Giants. What if they, you know, they're very comfortable in that stadium, as we know, MetLife. That's where Pete won his ring. Just throwing that out there. And then I can't, I can't help but shake Jordan Love what he looks like right now. And that's where Greg Olson starts the season. In Chicago, Green Bay at Chicago. Because there's not many other, I mean, NFC games in a late window right there. What's CBS's first? I guess if I had a if I had a guess, Nance and Romo, where are they going to be? Do they, does that mean they get the early window? I have no idea. Oh, there we go. Philadelphia at the Patriots at the same time that. Fox has given you the Bears hosting the Packers. Jalen Hurts versus Belichick, week one. Hello. 
split screen on the old Add YouTube TV week low. one. <laughs> yeah. You have to rely on Hanson. Scott Hanson let you know when uh, Mac Jones is in the red zone. Absolutely not. I will have Hanson muted. Uh, I will have this split screen going so I can watch all the games. Sunday ticket. You can do, you can make your own quad box, I think, on YouTube TV. Can you really? That's what I've been reading. Okay. So Here we go. Yeah. Well, for as much as we had to pay for it, we should be able to make our own quad box. Are you coming? <laughs> You also want lunch and dinner made for you? <laughs> well, yeah, if they're going to deliver, sure. Let's work a little Postmates uh, tie-in with that. Okay. You know, the old eats, a delivery service. Let me get a pizza. Let me see in, where in Peter, Peter sent me a text where else he has been. I feel like he's been everywhere. He, he, well, I mean, he always is. Um, where else has he been? Josh Allen got him back on the he was at Niner. He was at Niners Thursday, Saints Chargers Friday, then he went to Petco Friday night for the Padres. Then he was at Seattle and Cowboys. Wow. And then he's with the Seahawks today. Nice. I need a Kenneth Walker, the third update. I love how he mixed baseball. Was that your fantasy? I'm going to be keeping him in the ninth round for value. But, uh, you know, need him healthy. He balled out before he got hurt last year. Well, he's, yeah. Home run potential. 1,000 yards Dude, in like 10 games. They've got it. They've got the running game. This kid Bobo from UCLA on top of Jackson Smith and Jigba and Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf and those two anchors on either side of the offensive line to keep Geno upright and the defense and the 12s going crazy. That's why Greg Olson's saying Seattle. It's just, do you think Geno can do it again? Why not? What is with you? Because, Rich, it's a one-year sample out of his 10 in the NFL. But it's his one opportunity like that. The Jets didn't give him the opportunity with Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan had his back turned to the offense famously while Gino was out there. He had no idea what the hell was going on. Rex was on the end of his run. And Gino got the Jets on the credit card. He got the credit card Jets paying the bills. He didn't have the ground and pound Jets that Sanchez had. He was a different guy. Remember he got clocked by IK and Polly. He got clocked into it, it over some argument that happened in the locker room. And then he was done. And then when he was done there, the Giants had him. And then the one thing that he did with the Giants infuriated the team. And their, I mean, the infuriated the fan base. When he got the start to break up Eli's streak. And I could go on and on and on and on. Of the lack of opportunities for him. And then, of course, he was backing up Russ. And then he had his shot last year. And you saw what he did with it. Yeah, when he got his shot, he stepped up. Damn straight he did. Look, he's a vet quarterback. He's seen a lot. He's been through a lot. Why can't he do it With weapons and protection to find them. And a running game to balance it. And an insane home crowd that's going to keep them in the game. Correct, but that four-game stretch from Thanksgiving on, they take on the Niners twice around a visit to Dallas and then Philadelphia paying a visit. Peter King paying a visit to us coming up.